There's a version of spirituality crafted by capitalism, decorated in shiny crystals and perpetuated by Instagram influencers. And then there's a version of spirituality that our ancestors practiced that fostered deep rememberings and activations of the heart, earth, and stars. House of Enlightenedhood is a New Earth cooperative holding a frequency that rewilds spirituality and brings it back to what it was meant to be about all along. Our innate connection with the divine. Oh, and love. Lots of love. I'm Lena Lemos, your host and founder of House of Enlightenedhood. Thank you for joining me on this podcast as we explore the expansiveness and the messiness of reclaiming the human spiritual experience. I am so grateful that you're here. Hello, you beautiful souls, and happy Friday. How is everyone doing? I know I say this all the time, but we have truly gone through such periods of immense transformation and metamorphosis, which oftentimes looks and feels very uncomfortable and messy. And I finally feel like I'm coming out of the other side of that, but man. What a wild, wild ride it has been, especially since January. So my heart is with you. I am sending you so much love and just know that you got this. The struggle, the pain, the uncomfortableness, it is all because you are transforming into a more brilliant, radiant, loving, expansive version of you. I am so excited for today's episode I don't think I have ever formally spoken about Lemuria on this podcast before, and it's about damn time. It's about damn time. (laughs) I have been deep in the rememberings and the learnings of Lemuria for almost two years now, and most of them weren't really actualized in, in this world until I met my soul sister, Kelly Walsh, and together We have been traveling to Lemuria in meditation, receiving information, activating each other, all to put together in a sacred space, the Remembering Lemuria School that we are creating within House of Enlightenedhood. So this is a safe and sacred space for anyone who feels the callings of Lemuria and wants to learn more, uncover more, and not feel crazy in your rememberings. I would also like to mention that Kelly and I are hosting a Remembering Lemuria workshop as part of our six days summit for the new earth. Remember who the fuck you are starting on March 20th. And as part of our lovely podcast listeners, I have a code for anyone listening for $22 off the price of your ticket. So look for that code within the description of this episode to get it at checkout and the link to get your tickets for the six day summit. Remember who the fuck you are. March 20th through 25th will be in the description of this episode and it is going to be It is going to be such a magical event just to give you the short rundown again. 
On Sunday, March 20th, I will be hosting a workshop called The Three Pillars of the New Earth and how we can use the frequency and these core pillars of the new earth in our personal lives and our professional practices. And then I will be guiding everyone through a new earth attunement meditation. On Monday, Sam and Ellen of We Are All Daughters will be hosting a workshop called The Sacred Magic of Mushrooms to introduce to you the potent healing and wisdom of the mushroom and fungi. And they will be leading you through a guided meditation into the mycelial network to truly tap into the roots and the fibers beneath Gaia that connect us all. On Tuesday, I am going to be hosting a workshop with my sister from a past life, Farah, about activating your intuitive channel. We are going to be sharing three ways to truly step into your spiritual gifts for intuitive information, channeling, past life remembering. And then we are going to be guiding everyone through an automatic writing meditation. On Wednesday will be the Remembering Lemuria class, which we will discuss more in this episode. Thursday, the amazing Maddie Vega will be hosting a workshop on reattuning to your womb and to your cyclical nature to integrate psychological, spiritual, and womanly intuition. And then on Friday, we are going to be having a closing ceremony hosted again by Sam and Ellen of We Are All Daughters. And it is going to be a sound bath and distance Reiki to allow all the attendees to receive. All of these workshops are going to be happening at 8 p.m. Eastern, and they will all be uploaded the next day if you can't attend the event live. And we are so, so excited. So like I said, special code for our listeners to get $22 off the price of your ticket. 10% of all of our ticket sales are going into our scholarship fund, which we are stepping into the next phase of that this spring in the ways that we are reinvesting into our community. And I am just so excited for all this to come here at House of Enlightenhood and sharing that all with you along the way. We are almost to the 100th episode. How is that even possible? A hundred, a hundred fucking episodes. I, wow. And I just, I love this so much. And I'm just so grateful that you are here and so grateful that you take time out of your day to, to listen to me, to me. Thank you. I love you. And I'm so honored. Like I said, today, my amazing guest is Seer and Portal Kelly Walsh. Kelly is the founder of The Divine Hive, a platform to create community and aid in the expansion of the new earth. She has worked with The Divine University, participating in a year-long course on enhancing her light language and light code activations. She is a keeper of the angelic streams and works with the earth stewards. Her first experience with light language was speaking in tongues during her earlier years, and has brought this awareness and intuition into her activation guided meditations, as well as with her soul portraits, which I just received today from her. And oh my gosh, I can't wait to see them. With the soul portraits, she combines her long professional life as a photographer into her spiritual life, weaving them together. She has always been a seer and through the lens of her camera allows the person to see, feel and experience the sovereignty of their authentic self. Through her meditations, she is a portal to bring you into alignment by working with the chakras and your divine heart. Each meditation that Kelly does is a journey into the landscape of your multi-dimensional soul. Today on the podcast, Kelly and I are discussing 
What is Lemuria and how do you even know if you are having a past life calling or remembering of Lemuria? We're also discussing why Lemuria is so important in the building of the new earth and what to expect from our workshop and the ways that we can activate these rememberings of Lemuria moving forward. So all of that with Kelly Walsh will be up right after this. House of Enlightenhood is a heart-centered cooperative uniting in the frequency of love. We're building the new earth through community and supportive containers for spiritual exploration, healing, and expansion. House of Enlightenhood's sacred online gathering space is one part mystery school and one part social community, open to anyone on the inner journey and co-created by a team of light leaders. We believe in a spirituality that returns to our roots. So whether you're just awakening or ready to pioneer a new paradigm of spirituality, we've been waiting for you. Learn more at houseofenlightenedhood.com. Hi, it's so good to see you. How are you? I am so good. I am so excited to be on this podcast and and just being even in the same space as you, even if we're in different parts of um, New York right now. I feel that through quantum physics and quantum entanglement, we are together in the same room and sharing the same energy and the same dream space. So I'm very, very excited. So Ready to nerd out about Lemuria? Oh yeah, let's let's do it. <laughs> so I've been thinking about for weeks is Lemuria. <laughs> you know, I'm so excited because I don't think I've ever really formally shared about Lemuria or my experiences or my connection to Lemuria on this podcast. So I was saving it for a special time, which was you. So thank you so much. Yes, and I do believe that you know you are an activator and. Um, enhance everybody's gifts and enhance what we're going to really dive deep in is the remembering of Lemuria. Um, you know, I think that since we started working together, um, my awakening and my remembering has kind of gone into overdrive. So I, I think that's the importance of finding, um, a sisterhood or a brotherhood or just a community that wants to remember Lemuria because it's very powerful when we meet in groups, you know? So. Yeah. So let's dive in. What what is Lemuria? <laughs> well, the, well, um, Lemuria is or was a chi- um, chain of islands, and they say they were in the Hawaiian kind of chain. And some of the remaining islands were part of Lemuria, but the major big island sank. So that's kind of geographically where it is. But to say what Lemuria is. Lemuria was the really the first civilization of a hybrid of human DNA and the Palladian sisters. They, you know, from my studies and also my downloads and just my reading, um, when they first came down, there was many, many versions of us as humans. And slowly as um, evolution kind of um, called them into one or two, they started actually working with our DNA back then and changing it from a 24 chromosome seeding to 23, which was what we are now. So they are really our spiritual parents and they created Lemuria as a way for them to cultivate um, and, you know, have us be part of their spiritual lineage, I would say. How about you? 
Yeah. I think I would also add to that, that there were actually two Lemurians. Yes. One that existed first in the heavenly realms that I think many of us had lifetimes in. And then we're like, let's try this. Let's try this on earth. And it came to earth, had a very similar feel and essence to it. But then, like you said, it sank. And I think in the book that both you and I have read, The Ancient Women of Lemuria, doesn't it talk about how the mountains that are now the volcanoes of Hawaii were actually the really tall mountains of Lemuria. Yes. And then, and then when it sank, they became the, the, now the mountains and the volcanic structures that you see in Hawaii. Yes, exactly. Because um, when they talk about, and it's so true that I love that you mentioned the two Lemurias because when I first started remembering Lemuria before I met you years ago, I always envisioned a crystallized city, a kind of a floating city. And when I, when I would go deep in meditation and was led often through my journey through water, I would see that. And then as I worked with you and started reading and understanding, that is the second Lemuria. That is kind of like, a, like the mothership, really. Yeah. Um, where um, I think as the, the sisterhood, um, the sister mothers, the seven sisters came down to start to see they were able to kind of still commune back and forth from the three-dimensional physical Lemuria, which is where the Hawaiian chain um, of islands are and, and the mothership. So there was still that communication going back and forth. Um, because if you think about it, the, these, and it was all, and it was women were the original cedars. The men were there as more of the engineers um, yeah. creating that, but it was the women that brought the seating and brought the teaching down from the mothership Lemuria to the earthship Lemuria. I think the other thing that's important to add about Lemuria is what makes it different from all of these ancient civilizations that we know about, like Egypt, Atlantis, like you said about it being the original kind of seeding of the human DNA. It was also described as heaven on earth. Mm. where there weren't any really social conflicts. It was very much a peaceful, heart-centered, divine society. Yeah, no, you're right. And, you know, I think that, you know, we talk about the new earth right now. The new earth is really kind of a nod to Lemurian lifestyle because they lived in peace. You know, they lived with a a joined kind of um, desire to, to build the whole. You know, that sense of separation and and, and individuality was, they they were still individual people, but they looked at themselves as a whole. And I think that, you know, we have lost that along the way. You know, we're we're divided by culture, by race, by um, flags of different countries. And, you know, once we realize that we're one earth, one new earth, we can start to maybe activate and start remembering our Lemurian experiences, you know? Yeah. So let's maybe talk a little bit about that before we get into our personal experiences and rememberings with Lemuria, because I feel, I know both of us feel so deeply in our heart, like you just said, that Lemuria, the the principles and the teachings and the structure of Lemuria is very much the foundation of the new earth. And I think it's really adding on to what you said. It's about that collective responsibility yeah, that we yeah. all have a responsibility to our own energy and the... Uh, the vessel of our bodies and the way that we treat others in order to keep the collective vibration really high in this, in this zone of love and unconditional love and respect and sacredness for everything. And so I think that's really a key pillar in the new earth is going back to 
how the Lemurians structured their society, their educational systems, their food, their, you know, their groups, their spiritual teachings. And how do we bring that through our rememberings into the modern day? Yes, that, that perfectly and well said. Um, I think that I think it's really important in this timeline right now because I do believe that this is a very unique time where there is um, a mass awakening of the human collective. Yeah, people are uh, people want to remember, you know, and and they're searching, and a lot of people are searching outside of themselves, mm-hmm. trying to find the teacher, the guru, all that that is separate of them. Again, that kind of separatism that kind of creates division. But we, with the new earth and the new school, want to let people understand that the information is here. It's within their hearts. It's within their remembering. And that is what we want to bring through, through the school, through just talking and remembering and and kind of, you know, igniting a spark in somebody's kind of memory. Yeah. I always love how you say, we're not teaching you anything that you don't already know. Yes. Just helping you remember it. That's right. You know, and you have to feel like you're in a sacred, safe space to remember yes. because it, it can be vulnerable. You know, you can experience emotions from maybe a past life or even recent trauma that can trigger something in you. But it's, you know, if you're in the safe place, it's okay to move through those. You know, yeah. it's like shedding the onion a bit, you know, the layers. I think also our our current paradigm and the patriarchy has done a really good job of making us feel like the truth and no, the inner knowing and truth of Lemuria is crazy or woo-woo because there's no tangible scientific evidence, much like Atlantis, that such a place existed. Exactly. Yet all of us know so deeply in our bones that we were there and we that it exists within us. Mm-hmm. Right. No, exactly. Like they, you know, I, I, it reminds me of this beautiful thing because right now, you know, in the spiritual community, we're talking about the return of the divine feminine appropriate on International Women's Day, which is yes. today, right? Yep. <laughs> um, and, you know, for, for thousands and thousands of years, it's been dominated by a masculine archetype. If you want to use a different language than, um, you know, divine masculine energy, it's the same thing. It's just, um, and it, it reminds me of the story of a bird, of the bird of humanity that has just only one wing, the right wing flying, which is yeah. the masculine. And you just go around in circles and circles, repeating the same patterns of behavior, civilization, war, destruction, rebirth, civilization, war, destruction. It's just been like that for thousands and thousands of years. Now with the divine feminine coming in, the bird of humanity has both wings. And I think that's part of the learning and remembering that you know, we have physically both sides of our brain, a feminine and masculine, but we also have that energy that should be integrated. And that's part of the remembering because it was integrated, you know, the creative sense of creativity and intuition with the sense of doing that needs to be together. Because if you just do without any of that intuition and remembering, you're just repeating past mistakes and just working maybe in a three-dimensional way of just reacting instead of you know, just being, you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. That was beautifully (laughs) said. It's so true. And I love that analogy because we can soar to new heights with this, with this, the balancing of the two wings. And I think the remembering and activating of that remembering and truly honoring the fact that this is a truth within us is something that is so powerful and allows that I don't think the feminine wing in my 
opinion can truly be strong and ready to fly unless we remember and unless we truly honor the roots of where we came from. No, I 100% um, agree with you. We have to do the remembering of the, of the left wing um, because it's been suppressed for thousands and thousands of years because of, of fear, you know, because the, the, the sisters seeded us. It was, it was through the women's lineage. It was through that seeding, that knowledge, that wisdom that kind of elevated the Lemurian society and civilization. Yeah. And when it started to fade and move away, the more masculine kind of took control. And we've seen what happened. We have seen the history of our world, right? So we're trying to create a new earth, a new world by the remembering of that feminine intuition through the sisters of the Pleiades, through our mothers, you know? So small feet, just, just your average, just your average afternoon. (laughs) You know, it's, you know, it's, you know what, let's just think about of it as just dreaming. Okay. Dreaming a new world. We go into dream space. Our dream space is so powerful. Like, you know, we're like, I'm a seasoned meditator and I spent years like doing these rituals and meditations because I felt like I need to, to get to a certain state to receive, right? As I move forward, I realize that that's a bit of masculine energy. That's a bit of like, I have to do to receive, right? So I'm not going to do anymore. I'm just going to dream. I'm going to go into dreaming and, and you know, um, just allowing that, you know, dreamscape to happen. Daydreaming is so powerful. You know, kids like in the Lemurian school, kids are going to learn to daydream again. Cause that's where magic is, right? Yes. I'm getting so yep. excited. <laughs> I know. So let's talk about our first Lemurian rememberings. When did you first start feeling the call from Lemuria? What were your experiences like? And what were those first rememberings like? Because I feel like a lot of people are waking up to those rememberings right now saying, oh, I'm so drawn to the ocean or I always have dreams that I'm a mermaid. What is this? What is this calling? And so I think sharing our experiences of, of how we stepped into this remembering really helps. My first experience um, of Lemuria remembering was when I was with a mentor doing a meditation probably about three or four years ago. And um, she was she was taking us into the very depth of the earth um, ocean and having uh, a, a spirit animal be the whale, the, the birthing whale, and moving with this whale into the very depths of the ocean. And as I f- kind of followed her guidance and the journey of um, the meditation, the wheel, so that's why I'm so connected to water. And I think a lot of people use water as a way to start to remember and to see. I found myself coming up from the water in a whole different place. And I wasn't even human. I don't even know how to explain myself. Dolphin body is how they explain it. Like the dolphin frequency, whale frequency. Like I wasn't human. I had this kind of soft gelatin body. (laughs) And I was kind of hanging out in the water with the whale. And I saw in the distance, which now that I realized was the mothership, was the the, the, the Lemuria um, that is not on our three-dimensional plane or was in our three-dimensional world. Because it was, I saw it so completely as this kind of, I can only extract like crystalline structures that were the buildings, right? And it was kind of, there was like a wall around it. Now I'm thinking that that wall was really kind of part of the spaceship thing. Like I saw like the circular thing around it. 
And in my mind at the time, I'm like, I just thought it was a wall because that's kind of what, you know, it reminded me of in my seeing. And then as I got closer and I swam closer, and this is how I always stop my remembering into Lemuria. I saw these like steps coming out of the water, like these antique, like, steps kind of like a load like when you take a boat out on the, the river it kind of kind of ramp coming up so it was a ramp mm-hmm. coming up that became steps and as i came out of the water i became human and i always and for the longest time that's as far as i got with my remembering to that point so that was my very first experience wow so how about how about yourself what was your first experience so mine was completely different <laughs> i um I had this dream one night of this guy that I dated in high school, my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting the next day in my bed because at the time I was really starting to do the shadow work and have these more powerful experiences through my meditations and channelings. And I just thought to myself, that's strange. Why would I dream about him? And then I just heard in my head, you were married in Lemuria. And I was like, what the fuck is Lemuria? I, did, I had no idea. I had never heard of such a thing in my entire life. I had no idea. So of course, as any good, you know, millennial do, I got on the internet, was like typing Lemuria, like what is, what is Lemuria? And it just opened this portal and this can of worms. And then I read the book I introduced to you, The Ancient Women of Lemuria. And it just put so many words into spirituality and womanhood and motherhood that I just knew so deeply in my bones, but I couldn't express in the right way. And also at the time I had really been discovering deeper in the roots of being a star seed and what that meant and what my star origins were. And then truly understanding the connection of the Pleiadians and Lemuria it just opened the access for me to then in my meditations have similar journeys like you where then in a meditation, I would go and I would just sit and wait to receive and see what came through. I started by kind of going through my Akashic records. So I went and went to the library and would look it through my lifetime that way to kind of get glimpses. And then when I had more footing and anchors, then I was able to in meditation, go deeper into Lemuria. But then with the work that we've been doing, it's just, it's just right there. Like I can just hop in and and go whenever I want. And me too. I feel the same way. Hop right in. (laughs) Yeah. Like, let's go. Okay. It's time. Um, but it, I had no idea and it wasn't really something. And that's why I know that it was such a profound calling from Lemuria because I had never seen anyone say the word Lemuria and never seen it written. It just, it just called and I answered and just in the answering and seeing the words and knowing more about what it was, I was like, of course, of course, I already know all this. It's just right. putting all those puzzle pieces together. Exactly. And it, you know, it's so important what you said is because we doubt ourselves because when the information flows so readily, we just sometimes just think it's our imagination, right? Yes. And, and the more imagination that you have, but imagination is the fertile ground of, for creation, isn't it? Yeah. And, and for seeing, you know, we see yes. through our imagination. You know, I'm a seer, I'm a photographer by trade. And, and um, so, you know, we're using the ability through our imagination to see. 
to, to ignite that third eye, to see beyond the physical world. Yeah. And, to, you know, I think that, you know, part of the Lemarian school that we want to um, create and have that sacred space is to help you take away that doubt. Yes. Yes. You know, to be like, okay, I saw this and, you know, and, and stop analyzing it and just how did it feel when you saw that? Let's tap into the feeling of it and not the mind of it, you know? Because I, I do too. Like I had my doubts at first, but I kept going back. I didn't go to the records. I never went there, actually. And um, that's not one of my things. I don't go there often. I like to go there someday, but <laughs> I just like the Lemuria. So I think too, what also helped me go further and trust that was just the deep, as I started to remember, I just began to have this really deep ache in my soul for water and the ocean. So much so that it was the beginning of the pandemic and my husband was remote and teaching from home. Like we could do anything right now. Like the world's our oyster. Let's move to California. I need to be on the ocean. I need to to feel the salt water because it's calling me and beckoning me. And so I think when we start to have that internal ache, it truly is just a validation and a testament to our remembering and to our continuing of unfolding and shedding that layer so that we can trust what we're receiving about remembering Lemuria. Exactly. And the more you open up and trust and, and kind of help move the doubt away, the remembering become faster and stronger. And it'd be like a stepping into, like you talked, like yeah. we are like stepping into it now because we feel the calling and we answered the calling. And that's how we serve. Yes. You know, we, we serve the mothers. And, um, you know, I think as you move forward and as we present meditations and activations through the school, um, you'll find your gateway in. You know, you'll yeah. find that, that key, that key, I'd like to say. What you said is so strong. I think the call for Lemuria is so strong with so many people right now. Yeah. And, and, and I think it started with women, but it will be both women and men because we need both wings to fly yeah. straight and to fly into the, like the great Phoenix. Yes. You know? So. And I think the, the one thing I would add to that is that self-trust is all that we have. I don't think anyone's going, we're never going to, at least in this next, I don't know. I don't want to say never, but it's not like we're going to stand in front of the gates of Lemuria and be like, finally, I was right. It existed. <laughs> you know, our self-trust and and anchoring that self-trust and then being in the space of others who trust is really all that we have. And that's what we have to carry with us in order to step into the new earth and and remember. Exactly. I love that self-trust. That's a great way of saying that, you know, I love that's a better way than, you know, I like, you know, I don't like the word doubt because, I, you know, like, let's not talk about like something that's has a negative connotation. Like self-trust is what we need to build. And that it is working through, uh, for me, I feel strongly um, the root, the sacral, the heart, and to the third eye and just for the remembering and part of the activation meditations we'll be doing that. And water is such a key. Do you know how many baths I've been taking lately? Like, like every morning I just want to say, and then I'm like, you know, maybe I shouldn't take so many baths, you know, I throw the Epsom salts in, salt and baths, salt and water. Everybody just throw themselves in there and daydream because that will help kind of with the remembering, you know? So, um, but it is, it's like water is a big, strong catalyst for Lemuria. So. Do you think we could just put out their validation for the doubts or should we say, 
put out their validation to help secure the self-trust for others who may be having Lemurian rememberings. For instance, if you feel connected to mermaids or the ocean or whales or dolphins or Hawaii, chances are those are callings of Lemuria. That's right. And also if you sometimes too, if you feel like sometimes uh, you feel a little out of place in this world, a little bit kind of, you know, in in it, but not in it kind of thing. You know, you might be like longing for that remembering, you know, yeah. a place that you really did belong. And we all do belong, but there's just been, there's been a lot of um, ancestral trauma through the human collective consciousness that we're kind of shedding now. This is, you know, COVID, moving through COVID, you know, um, was an opportunity, even though, you know, I'm not denying that it was horrific and a lot of people lost their lives and there was a lot of sorrow and sadness, but it was also an opportunity to stop. Yeah. And to be and decide who you want to be. I think in the remembering too, from what I've seen that the Lemuria, when it moved to the earthly plane, it was an existence of a bunch of different types of creatures, should I say? <laughs> there was a bunch, what am I trying to say? There's a bunch of different lineages that existed in Lemuria. And from what I've seen that we all coexisted in such peace. So I think there's a bunch of different avenues to make your way back to the rememberings of Lemuria as well. I, exactly. Like you can have Actorian or, or be connected to this um, Sirius and, you know, the great central sun is something that, you know, um, is, you know, if you're connected to like sun gazing and all that, the great central sun is part of the I am presence, which is, is the code and frequency that was passed down to the Palladians, to the sisters, to the mothers, to all, all life forms has the I am presence, which is the God presence. So, you know, there's many paths to that Lemurian remembering. And there were, there were dolphin bodies. There were, they had, they had consciousness. These animals were not like the, how we have, the animals now do have consciousness, but I feel like we need to remember how we can communicate again with them on, on a deeper level. And I think that's part of the remembering because yeah. those animals back there, wow, this is the first time I ever thought of this. Thank you. Is like, they had a consciousness that was elevated as well as us because we as a human species were elevated because we were being seated through the Palladian sisters um, because of our, um, our rise in consciousness, all the animals and the plants and even earth and even, even the consciousness of mother earth, the crystallized grid was created at the same time. So her consciousness and our human consciousness became one through the Palladians, through Lemuria. So we can have different relationships with the earth, which we need to so bad relate different relationships to the animals, to the plants and, and understand that like, you know, we talk about the mantis um, lineage and the like, so people might think it's sci-fi, right? But there was a lineage that had that kind of galactic DNA, you know? So there's, there's many ways. I think that comes full circle to what I've seen and discussed with the Pleiadian guide that I've worked with through our Lemurian rememberings about that collective responsibility, because in keeping that frequency high, it allowed us all to communicate and be on the same wavelength. Right. So it gave us that ability for the gifts like telepathy and, you know, all the things that we access at this higher frequency, but it also made it possible for us all to connect communicate and co-create this 
container of Lemuria. You're absolutely right. And it, it was, it, it was, you know, I just got the download from what you said and what I said is it was almost, it was easier for us to have that kind of um, society because of the telepathic um, ability, uh, uh, sensibility, uh, awareness was enhanced that it wasn't like, like right now with the eye and the ego, you know, you want to protect yourself, then your family, then maybe your country, then, you know, it goes down a line, right? But back then there was not that. It was just, it was just a collective. It was, it was the land. It was the community. It was not separate. So that's remembering that is, you know, can make a huge change in the world that we live in right now. You know? Absolutely. You're a human. So let's talk about this workshop that we are hosting for the summit in a few next week. Yeah. In a week, in about a week, in about a week on the Remember Who the Fuck You Are conference on Wednesday, the one, two, 23rd. <laughs> I could talk, I swear. Uh, there's there's Liberian stuff coming up. We are hosting a workshop called Remembering Lemuria, where we're going to be walking through similar information, but also guiding you through breath work and attuning the waters in your body to truly help activate this remembering of Lemuria. Yes, exactly. I'm so excited about the activation meditation and the breath work. And remember, we're 90% water. You forget, like we are, you know, we're all water. So it's, you know, we're very close to the dolphin body more than you realize, you know. And, um, you know, just by the activation of the water and the cells and just kind of tweaking the, the crystallized seeding with each cell, it's just going to help with kind of, I, you know, I always think about meditation. I used to think about yoga when I did a lot of yoga, but also meditation. It, a lot, it creates space within your body. Yeah. And with that space, the vibration, the toning has a place to echo and move. And that's what yeah. we're going to do. I'm so excited because I've been testing out this, the breath work and it just takes me so deep and opens this portal that I haven't been able to access before. So I'm so excited to guide everyone through that activation because it's, I just want to get everyone on board the Lemuria train so we can just all. <laughs> the soul train, the original soul train, right? Yeah. You guys probably don't know what I'm talking about, the soul train. It was a show a long time ago in the 60s called the soul train, you know, right? No, okay. Of course. <laughs> okay, the soul train. So yeah, we're on the soul train to Lemuria. <laughs> and I guess that workshop is also a great lead in, which we mentioned a little bit to the school, the Remembering Lemuria school that we are going to be creating as a sacred space within House of Enlightenment to really be that safe space for, for the remembering and for that self-trust and begin to share everything that we've been downloading and what we understand and just bringing the remembering of Lemuria together to, to activate it even more. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'm very excited about it. So there's a lot of great things happening. You know, I think February was kind of a big catalyst, the month of February, where, where everything went on with, um, you know, energetic, you know, I don't even remember this. It seemed like every day there was a two, 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 two portal. And, and there was just so much stuff going on. So now as we move into March and then the spring, it's like, this is a very important timing for us to begin the school and um, have you guys all begin the journey of remembering. It's kind of that unpacking of the layers of the 
the doubt and the the trauma that we have to remove so that we can begin to open our hearts back to Lemuria. And I think once we do, it's kind of just a, a rocket exactly. ship that, that takes off. I think exactly. And, you know, again, I want to, you know, we're calling it the school of, uh, but it's, it's not a school because, you know, the time of opening up books and, and trying to gain information outside is over. Yeah. We're just, creating a space for you to go in and, and, and teach yourself yeah. because the student becomes a teacher and the teacher becomes the student. And yeah. to feel validated in your experiences and to know that it's not your imagination and yeah. to find other souls who are feeling called, because I think those of us who are truly keepers of the new earth and who are building the new earth and who want to do things differently and want to innovate and reimagine are very much feeling that call of the new earth, which to me is very much just the call of Lemuria. Yes, exactly. Yes. Perfect. That's, it's exactly true. I've seen it very much too, where for instance, Lemuria, like I said, is the foundational element, but then Avalon and Egypt are very much, you know, the sacral, the power, the magic, where Lemuria is the love and the understanding and the reconnection to Gaia. And we need that foundation first before we can use the magic and and that power responsibly. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Because you have to remember when Lemuria started to sink um, with, you know, with um, volcanic activities and also the rising sea levels, which in my mind, I think is part of that um, great, the great flood that happens um, throughout all um, religious texts. Um, They left on boats. Yeah. And they created other civilizations. They created, it was Egyptian, Sumerian, um, uh, South American, Atlantis, Atlantis, of course. So, um, you know, so the teachings kind of was spread out and other civilizations were created and Egypt was the sacred, was the magic. But like you said, you have to go into the heart and the remembering and the connection to create the magic, a safe place for, for, for magic, you know? Yes. Yes. Well, I'm so excited. And as you know, I always like to end this podcast with wise words for anyone listening and or watching who needs that extra encouragement to begin to trust the rememberings, the messages, the calls from Lemuria. So what are your wise words to end on? Okay. I want to, I want to talk about, I want to bring us back to the word self-trust and also about being seen. It is time for you to to open up that self-trust, to walk into the unknown, to take a leap, take a fit, like a jump of faith. And do not be afraid to be seen. For we see you and we know you and we love you and we are part of the remembering. So move past that doubt. Go into that dream space, daydream, doodle. Go into that place of receiving and be seen. Because it is time for us to, to claim our sovereignty and to claim how we serve. Thank you so much for listening to House of Enlightenedhood. As always, I am so grateful for your support. If you enjoyed the show, please share it or leave a review or subscribe. A little bit goes a long way. 
You can find me, your host, Lena Lemos, over on Instagram at I am Lena Lemos or Enlightenedhood. But honestly, there is so much more going on within our spiritual cooperative platform than is happening on social media these days. Until next time, you beautiful souls.